Hey everyone, welcome to the Bully Food Challenge. Today is episode 31 and it's called Set Your Own High Standards, Raise Your Standards to Raise Your Status. I'm Kelly Sorg, your host, and I want to give a big warm welcome to all of you who have been coming out to listen to the podcast. I'm so proud of you for taking the initiative to work on this problem of bullying for yourself or others around you or both. Um, and I hope you are working with a trusted adult, your parent or teachers to, uh, help personalize this content to your, to fit your own situation. I've been a middle school teacher for the last 20 years, and I've helped many students work on the problem of the pattern of bullying and how to unravel it in their own lives to make it, to be, to be able to put it behind them, um, with success. And I hope to show you the same pattern in these episodes. However, I'm not your own personal teacher. At least I'm not most of your personal teachers. So I can't individualize the instruction for you. And that's why I ask that you sit down with an adult to help you make sense of these lessons and how to fit them into your own situation. All right. So I want to just, before we get into this topic, give a quick side note. Uh, so there isn't any confusion. Might telling you to raise your standards may seem like it contradicts previous messages I've given you about lowering the bar or stopping qualifying to others. And what I mean by this is to lower the bar to entry or acceptance or approval from others. You don't have to live up to other people's standards or what you think they want from you. And as we discussed in last, last week's episode, you should stop trying to qualify yourself to meet other people's standards or live up to what other people seem to want in order to get something from them, because that is actually a manipulative way to uh, handle other people, friends or bullies or whoever. So, um, and you'll, because you're going to end up trying too hard, you're going to place too much importance on something that's outside of your control completely or partially just because it's not uh, within yourself. The, the only person you can control is yourself. And, um, so it's great to start there when you're, um, trying to shift a situation or, or, um, turn a pattern around instead of trying to live up to somebody else's standard to live up to your own is what I'm trying to say. And if you are always looking to outside sources for validation or for approval, acceptance, or live up to their standards, you will try too hard to end up often coming across phony or maybe even creepy. And we don't want that. So not meeting others standards though, doesn't mean having low standards or not having any standards at all. No way. What you must do is create and live by your own standards that you set for yourself. So next week we will talk more about how to get others to invest in you or in, in, in how to get, get them to invest in us in general, um, which starts with investing in yourself. And that's how I'm going to start today's topic. We will look at what stops people from setting high standards, why standards raise your status when you do uh, live by your own standards. Why does that lift you up and, and raise your status? and how to set standards in a way that you can be successful meeting them most of the time. Okay, so first off, people value what they invest in. If you invest in a thing, you're going to place a higher value on it. And to value yourself, you must invest in yourself by setting high standards and following through 
with them. That that's what builds your self-esteem and that's what builds your own self-esteem I've heard of is your reputation with yourself. And when you set a standard, you and you often live up to it or you just the fact that you have the standard makes you feel um, higher status within yourself. It, it's it's a way to build your own self-respect and self-esteem and, and the reputation you have with yourself. We often struggle or have a challenge with setting high personal standards because of what it implies. Personal commitment, belief, uh, strong action toward goals, maybe even through insecurities. And then of course, facing the risk of failure. These are all uh, barriers to people setting high personal standards. And the best way to get around this is to be satisfied, as I said, with having the high standards in and of themselves more, much more than whether or not you meet those standards at any given moment. Because in any given moment, you will either succeed or you won't succeed. But if you feel satisfied just by having the standards in place, that will carry you through those moments where you have setbacks. And it'll keep you motivated even when you've been successful. Sometimes success can tear down your motivation a little bit because uh, you get lazy. So when you are more pleased and satisfied with the fact that you have the standards, that's what's going to carry you through um, and have you live up to them. And the way is to be satisfied now because you're going for your best, no matter what the outcome is, knowing there's always going to be more opportunities for improvement. If you succeed, you can continue building uh, up to a greater standard after that. And if you fail, you will be able to fall back on the, the knowing that you're going to have more chances to improve later. Satisfaction in the present moment is really important because you're always going to be in some new present moment. Every moment that you live is going to happen in the present or now. Um, and it'll always be now. Every single second you're alive is always going to feel like right now. Now in the future is just going to be the present moment then, right? So you need to recognize and accept your satisfaction now. You need to get good at being able to notice your satisfaction right now in order to stop deferring or pushing your happiness to some distant, different future time. And the future is all in your imagination anyway. So if you put your happiness in this kind of imagined distant future, uh, it really does create a barrier to realizing your goals in the present moment. So however, you also must identify that your preferences for change will be based on what falls short in this present moment. So you're going to need to set goals in order to make improvements on the present moment, but you also have to accept that any of those improvements that come to be are going to come to be in a, in another future moment, or I mean, another present moment that happens later. And so you have to be good at accepting, um, what makes you happy or pleases you or satisfies you right now. So that, so that when that, when that new right now moment happens, when the goal is achieved, you'll be able to accept it instead of, um, failing to recognize it. And some people feel it's reckless to accept reality as it is because that somehow is going to block them from making the changes they want to make. It's actually just the opposite though. Accepting 
And acceptance of the present moment is highly practical because not accepting it is denying what's real. It's denying reality and it's delaying what you want into an imagined future. That's what keeps you from having it. So being able to recognize what satisfies you now connects you to the ability to always recognize satisfaction, even though in every moment of your life, you're going to have things that you could improve on or that you would like to see change. All right. And being able to see both of those at the same time is key to being able to anchor yourself in happiness and satisfaction while also applying yourself to greater and greater standards. Instead, we must accept what's good right now and build on it and what's bad right now to prefer something greater. That's all I'm trying to say. And of course you have preferences and aspirations to have or be or go better places, have better things. And all of that will come from what works for you well right now. That's what I'm trying to get you to recognize. What accepting satisfaction in the present moment does is close the gap between your current status, which is the now you, and your goals, which is the future you, the imagined you going forward. This automatically raises your status. And why is that? It's because you're living up to something that's important to you and people who live up to their own standards gain higher status than those who qualify to other people's standards. Because... Our own standards are more achievable as they are distinct, particularly to us. They are, they, they are connected to us more deeply than some imagined standard of someone else, because we don't exactly know what other people think is the most important number one and number two, cause we aren't them and they aren't us. But the other thing is we can't control them. So by having your own standards and living to those first, that's where you're, that's where you have the most, uh, where you're most empowered to, uh, be successful. Closing the gap between the now you and the future you makes it a lot easier to get where you want to go. And shrinking this gap to the point of collapse will allow you to accept ever bigger dreams because, you'll accept the part of the dream that's already happening. That's the key thing is people don't go after large dreams because they feel disconnected from them. But if you can identify the part of the dream that's here right now in the moment, it will just build from there. And to do this, you have to ask yourself, what about this moment right now satisfies me? What would satisfy me right now that I could do differently? What else could I be doing right now that would make this moment more satisfying? All of those questions, anchoring your happiness and satisfaction to the present is going to help you build from a real place in time instead of an imagined future that you aren't, you aren't able to access yet. Um, and finding the smallest satisfaction or ways your dreams are already in motion connects you to your preferred path. It connects you to getting to the place you want to go or the things you want to have, which means you must also ask, what do I prefer going forward? What do I want for myself in the next few days, weeks, months, or years? And ask yourself, where am I going? You need to give yourself permission to imagine and feel what it would be like to fully experience these preferred goals and what it would be like to meet your own standards. And often people also struggle with this part 
even more actually than focusing on what satisfies them in the present moment. Focusing on what satisfies you in the present moment can feel kind of uh, a little bit like it's discounting the things that you would like to see change, as I said before. But the initial step to know what you prefer is for a lot of people easier than allowing themselves to feel what it would be like to have what they prefer or what it would be like to succeed. People, lots of people struggle to engage with how it feels to succeed. And the reason for this is there's a breakdown between knowing what they want and allowing themselves to imagine having it. And, and this is why when you know what you want, but you don't know exactly how you're going to get it, it can seem impossible because you, you might know what you want, uh, whether, you know, it could be, um, a certain house or a certain, uh, job in the future, or it could be for the bully to leave you alone, or it could be that you want a certain pet, or you'd like to travel to, a a place in a, in a, at some point, um, whatever it is. But if you don't see how it's actually going to play out, how it's actually going to happen, it can seem like it's impossible. And then it's hard to think about it or, or imagine having it or imagine feeling how you'll feel when you have that because you don't want to get attached to something that you have no idea how you're going to get. And this gap I'm talking about between what you want and what you have now or where you want to be later and where you are now, the future you versus the now you, that gap, it, it, it has all kinds of names and variations. Some, some people call it the performance gap, the achievement gap, opportunity gap, the requirement gap, whatever they call it. And they, all of those have different kind of subtle, different meanings. Um, but that gap can kind of trip people up to the point where they don't pursue their goals or even set goals at all because they're so worried about how they're going to get from point A to point B instead of just uh, using the the process of understanding what point, point B looks like and enjoying the um, imagined sensation of getting to point B because they don't know the path, they they kind of reject the whole process or deny themselves having the goal at all or having the standard at all. But the thing you have to know is that you can't solve a problem of the future or figure out how you're going to do something or get to something in the future from the perspective you have right now, because you don't have all the information you need. And you, you know, you will be able to get that information as time goes by and you get closer and closer to your goal. Um, and you can accept that you will have all the right info and the ability required to perform the correct steps as they come to you. Um, in other words, when you get there, you'll know what to do. But if you never set that standard or you never set that goal because you have no idea how you're going to make it to that goal, uh, then you, you don't even have a destination. You don't have a landmark to look forward to. Um, in your your future uh, ideas of success. So my recommendation is to feel what you want to f- what you want now, feel as if you already have it so that you recognize it as it comes into your reality more and more. You accept the success today and it'll just keep growing from there. So you accept what you already have uh, as a part of the dream you you look forward to. you accept the part you have now. And you also imagine the part you don't have with openness that 
as time goes by, you're going to become more and more able to reach those goals. And by enjoying it a little bit, little by little, as it becomes real, you will lower the importance on getting your goal because it will already seem like you partially have it. And you won't want it as much because you already feel that you've got at least part of it. Um, Enjoy yourself and feel satisfied now, and you will be able to bypass the thought you will only be happy when you know, the bully finally buzzes off or if your social life improves. If you if you are sitting there thinking, I'll be happy later when these things happen, you are throwing your happiness into an imagined future instead of pulling it back into the now moment and going from there. You will collapse the difference between that perfect future and the imperfect now moment Um And it may feel silly, like you're just pretending, but the fact is that that future moment you fantasize about is going to happen right now. It's just a later version of now. So you need to see it as possible happening to you in the present because it will happen in the present. It's not going to happen in an imagined later time. Everything happens to you right now. It's just various different now moments that it all happens in. So don't, don't put it into some imagined distant time, put it, put your happiness right here, right now. And even if it's not as much as you'd like it to be tomorrow, it can be a little more tomorrow. It can be a little more as long as you are recognizing it little by little, starting with this very moment. Personal standards are about wanting the best for yourself and from yourself. Uh, My grandfather once said to me, never accept second best. And for a long time, I thought he meant only take the best things, only, you know, only want the greatest, you know, thing that you could possibly get. But what I think, what I think I now understand he meant is, um, only accept the best from yourself. And this comes down to listing your standards so that you can begin achieving them. Like I said, right now, starting right now by stating them as a present attitude or behavior. Okay, whatever is important to you, whatever you value, what you want to have in the future, what you want to uh, do with your life, where you want to go, places you want to travel, how you want to behave, how you want to be treated by others. These are all the key areas you want to focus on. And I've got some good examples of standards you could use or just just to give you a sense of what I mean. So as I said, you want to list your standards by stating them as a present attitude or behavior. Here goes. I limit the energy I put toward negative people like the bully and I use it for myself and my friends or better people instead. Here's another one. I respect my classmates and I treat them as I expect them to treat me. Or I use class time for assignments so I can spend my free time on hobbies. I notice what makes me satisfied or happy now and do more of that. I work to improve my grades in class by checking in with the teacher. I tell people how I feel and what I think so they know the real me. I keep my backpack and desk tidy. I accept my own mistakes and do my best to learn from them. These are all ways to lift your standards up. And every time you do that, you will find that you not only are living to your own 
expectations, not others. And that, that makes you more powerful in everyone's eyes because you're empowering yourself. It also will change your attitudes and behaviors into a more successful pattern, which will give you a more successful result. And that will lift your status up as well. One way that people achieve difficult goals that really works is to have what's called an accountability partner. And I recommend asking your parents or other trusted adults uh, to hear some of your new standards that you've set for yourself um, and, you know, share those standards with them so they can remind you about those standards and also check in on your progress. And invest in yourself by keeping track of the satisfying wins that, that you have along the way in your journal. This will motivate you to keep building on your standards, even when you face struggles or setbacks. You'll be able to look at your list of wins to see your progress overall. And remember, a win can be a success, but it can also be something you've learned from because of a failure, uh, whether it's a lesson or whether it's uh, a successful time either one will count as a win. And every time you see that you've won and you've, you've done what you need to do to meet your standard, it will make you more motivated to continue living up to your own standards. And remember people resist setting high standards because they believe success lies in some imagined future. And they struggle to be satisfied right now because they think that that somehow blocks them from getting where they want to go. And they don't know how to get there. So they, they don't, uh, they resist setting the standard because they have no idea how they're going to make it happen and they don't want to get attached. All of this is backward thinking. Your goals, dreams, wishes, successes, all of them start right this minute from having high standards. And every moment of your life will occur in this present moment right now. It's just going to be a different present moment. And you will always have part of your story realized and part of it will still be determined, you know, to be determined. So, uh, in any moment in time, you are going to feel satisfied in some ways and you're going to have things you'd prefer to be different is what I'm trying to say, but you can still find satisfaction at every stage and build from there. I would recommend to set one new standard today, write it as an attitude that, or a behavior that's happening in the present moment be satisfied by working toward that standard, regardless of whether you meet it every time or not. Share the new standard with a trusted adult and how you plan to progress toward it. And then track your wins in your journal uh, aligned with that standard. It really works. You need to start now though. That's the whole key. It doesn't start later. It starts now and build from there. You will see yourself becoming more successful, more empowered, and that will raise your status in your eyes, most importantly, but also in everyone around you's eyes as well. I hope you have a good week and I'll see you next week. Bye. 